Welcome to In Broad Daylight. Your host, Adam Todd Brown. On this episode, Police on Social Media. Welcome to In Broad Daylight. I'm Adam Todd Brown, and this is my solo show that I do every day. And by every day, I mean Monday, Wednesday, and Friday when I can get to it. Speaking of that, let's get to it. This will be pretty short today, I think. Uh, Anyway, here's a thing that I'm tired of. Police on social media. I don't mean like those fact-checking friends of yours who scour the various social media feeds in their lives looking for any opportunity to add some nitpicky bullshit fact to your post about chemtrails in the U.S. government. No, I mean actual police on social media. For one thing, it seems like at least half of the police-related posts I see on Facebook are just dash cam videos of them killing black people during routine traffic stops. I obviously like to see zero of that going forward, but that's not really what I'm referring to either. You see, because the police have such a well-earned reputation for awful now, they're constantly going online and pulling wacky stunts to try and make themselves seem, you know, more lighthearted and improve their image. The most recent trend I'm seeing started over Thanksgiving when at least two different police departments came up with the same idea to combat drunk driving. First, the Wyoming, Minnesota Police Department uh, on November 23rd tweeted this. Do not drive drunk. I will find you. I will arrest you. I will make you listen to One Direction cover bands on the way to jail. End tweet. Now, someone immediately replied and said, well, what if I like One Direction? Which is a great point. To which the police replied, nobody likes One Direction. Well, guess what? Nobody likes the fucking police either. I mean, the real police, the band is fantastic. But in terms of the actual police, I bet One Direction has way more fans than all of the police departments in the world combined. Also, who the fuck just has One Direction cover band music lying around at the ready? Do One Direction cover bands even exist? If anyone should be embarrassed, it's the cop who knows enough about One Direction to be able to identify the various bands who make a living covering their music. I mean, it's not like those bands are popular. Cover bands don't get famous. At least not unless you hide it really well like Oasis. But there are no Oasis-sized One Direction cover bands in the world. That means if this is a legitimate threat, whoever tweeted this just secretly loves the shit out of One Direction and is trying to find a low-key way to make working on Thanksgiving a little less awful by listening to their favorite boy band without worrying that their small-town Minnesota cop co-workers will gay-bash them for it. And not to be outdone, a police department in a town called Kensington in Canada pulled the exact same stunt a few days later because whether we're talking catching on to a new style of music 
or embracing the idea of blaming immigrants for all of your country's problems, Canada doesn't do shit if we don't do it first. Their version was a little different, though. For one thing, they posted on Facebook, because who knows if Canada even has Twitter yet. Also, instead of One Direction cover bands, they threatened to make drunk drivers listen to Nickelback. I have a lot of problems with this post. For starters, at least a quarter of your economy is based on Nickelback exports. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth, you cocky Canucks. And speaking of that, their post included a picture of the Nickelback album they'd be making people listen to, and it's a cassette copy of their third album, which was called Silver Side Up. Cassette. It's on cassette. I mean, sure, I just released an album on cassette, but that's because I was giving away download links and download cards along with it. I don't expect people to actually listen to those cassettes. But this is different. This is the police promising drunk drivers that they will hear Nickelback on cassette if they get caught. There are a lot of implications there. For one, do Canadian police vehicles still have cassette players? If so, maybe take the money you spent paying a social media consultant to come up with this wacky post idea and invest it in upgrading your fleet. But see, that's the other thing. There's only one cassette. The Post even says it's the only copy of a Nickelback album in the entire office. So, is there just one cop in that town? Because if so, shut the fuck up. Nobody cares what happens where you are unless Investigation Discovery gets involved. Or are you planning to share it among the various patrol officers throughout the night? Because that seems like a massive waste of time and taxpayer money, and someone should look into whether that actually happened. Also, why are you doing this now? What happened in Canada over the weekend that made this post necessary? Don't you dare goddamn say Thanksgiving. That's what the Wyoming PD was tweeting for. At least that makes some sense. But Canada's Thanksgiving is in October. The population in Kensington is less than 1,500. There was no need for this warning. They did it solely because America did it first, and they just couldn't be left out of the fun. Get off our dick, Canada, for your own good, if nothing else. Keep copying us, and in eight years, you'll be electing the next Donald Trump, and nobody needs that shit. And when the police aren't posting jokesy threats to motorists, they're posting tender remembrances of that one time they were nice to a black person. Like a couple months back, a cop in Georgia named Tim McMillan posted a story on Facebook about how he'd just pulled over a black teen for texting and driving and how seeing that the kid was scared made him sad. Like, yeah, man, it makes a lot of people sad. And it maybe would have been fine if he'd left it there, but then you get to this passage from his story, and I quote, I truly don't even care whose fault it is that that young man was so scared to have a police officer at his window. Blame the media. Blame bad cops. Blame protesters. Or Colin Kaepernick, if you want. It doesn't matter to me who's to blame. I just wish somebody would fix it. Motherfucker, it's bad cops. It is absolutely bad cops. That kid is not scared because of protesters or Colin Kaepernick, you smug fuck. It's because cops using excessive force toward black people and just minorities in general has been an epidemic for a long fucking time in this country. 
But hey, thanks for not shooting that kid. That was, uh, that was really great of you. I guess you deserve congrats for that. Another thing uh, I really hate is those videos of police pulling people over just to give them ice cream and shit. I mean, for one thing, man, people have places to be. If I'm getting pulled over, it better goddamn well be because I did something wrong. If I wanted a frosty treat, I would absolutely hit the Dairy Queen drive through on my way. If you want to pull a stunt like that, at least give people money or something. $1,000 could go a long way for someone who just lost their job because your lighthearted traffic stop made them 15 minutes late to work and their boss is a dick. That ice cream isn't doing shit for anybody. Also, isn't driving while eating an ice cream cone kind of dangerous and irresponsible? That is not car food. That takes some degree of focus and concentration for it to not become a total disaster. And what happens if you walk up and, I don't know, see an unregistered gun in the back seat? Do you arrest that person? If so, good luck getting that to hold up in court, officer. Well, Your Honor, I was just pulling them over to give them an already half-melted ice cream cone when that shit will get thrown out of court immediately. The only way those videos aren't a complete and total liability for the police department involved is if every single participant is in on the joke. And even if that's not the case, let's be honest about what you're seeing in those videos, specifically at the end. When that officer hands that driver an ice cream cone, the look you're seeing on that person's face isn't joy over getting ice cream. They're just relieved they don't have to actually deal with the police. Every second leading up to that moment for that driver is pure aggravation at best, if not outright fear. Just stop pulling people over for no reason. Stop killing people for no reason and keep your goddamn ice cream to yourself. See, I told you that'd be quick. Anyway, thanks for listening. If you're uh, in L.A., which there's a good chance you are, it's a big city, be sure to come to Foreground this Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. to see me, Jeff May, Quincy Johnson, Chet Wilde, Matt Lieb, Teresa Lee, and Khalees Hawkins tell lots of jokes for a good cause. All the proceeds benefit the List of Demands Festival, which in turn benefits a whole lot of great charities. It will be damn good times. I hope I see you there. All right, thanks. I'll talk to you again soon. 